Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Horn Call Podcast. This is a special summer bonus edition for the month of June. Uh, My name is James Bolden. I'm the publications editor for the International Horn Society and your host. Our guest is someone who, if I were to list all of his accolades, would take up more than the amount of time I have to do this podcast episode. That's how uh, absurdly productive and incredibly um, creative and Pick your your proper adjective to describe uh, (laughs) all of the many and varied things he's done. Um, Many, many of them have been in service to the International Horn Society. He has served as a member of the Advisory Council, including as the president of the International Horn Society. He's been the editor of the Horn Call, etc., etc. And of course, I'm talking about Dr. Jeffrey Snedeker from uh, Central Washington University, I had a really great conversation with Jeff, uh, and this particular episode, we talked about the planning process and what we can be looking forward to in a special 50th anniversary book uh, dedicated to the International Horn Society. I don't want to give away too much about uh, our conversation that's going to follow. I think it speaks for itself, but we talked about the planning, the the process of putting together such a mammoth um task, and I can think of no one more suited to to doing that. Uh, as of now, I think the, the book is still on schedule to be released sometime this summer. Uh, you'll, you'll hear much more information about that in the coming weeks, I'm sure. And one quick plug I wanted to put out there, uh, in, in addition to uh, talking about this 50th anniversary IHS commemorative volume is that Jeff also has a book on the Paris Conservatory, uh, which will be out soon, uh, published by Routledge, and uh, I hope that you will check that out as well. So without further discussion, here is a conversation with Jeff Snedeker about the 50th anniversary commemorative volume for the International Horn Society. Everything there is to do in the Horn Society, pretty much. Well, you know, you know uh, so. just keep <laughs> filling out the forms and saying, "Sure, I'll do that." You no, know. your your middle name should be Service. It yeah, really- <laughs> well, yeah. and you know, this has got to be a, a, a massive job um, for for people who may just be kind of new to this 50th anniversary book thing. Do you want to give a brief summary of what it is? Sure. Um, so, you know, every organization, um, you know, has milestones, right? Sometimes those milestones are, <laughs> we survived another year, you know, um, and and if you do enough of that, if you survive enough years, well, then you start celebrating groups of years, you know, and every time something ends in a zero, it seems like you, you kind of go, huh. So there's a little bit of a pause in, in that. Uh, and there's something about 50, halfway to 100, you know, that that just seems like it's time to celebrate certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and the difficulty is always, okay, well, you know, what, what story are you trying to tell? Right. Um, and that's, I'll, I'll get into that a little bit more um, as we, as we talk about it. But, but in terms of sort of deciding why now, I mean, besides the obvious, you know, it ends in zero <laughs> and mm-hmm. we like 50, you know, um, the, 
it, it's it's been interesting to be an active member of the society for what it's been almost 30 years for me. Mm-hmm. And it's actually been longer than that, but I, I wouldn't consider my first five years or so um, as as active. I was more of a member because I wanted to send programs in to make my name flashy, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been I've been a member since the early 80s. But in terms of being really, truly active, it's only been um, pretty much since I got the job I'm in. And there were lots of reasons for it. I mean, it's very easy for people to understand that that when when you're you know sort of trying to figure out your career in your 20s and stuff like that, sometimes you join an organization then you, and you sort of join it, but you you just kind of pay the dues and sure. and then you get the magazine, and you go, why am I paying so much for this? You know, and then <laughs> so you know maybe maybe you're in, maybe you're out for a year, you know that kind of thing. And I I think that that kind of describes my first 10 years as a so-called member um, because I was still trying to figure myself out. You know, I was teaching, I was trying to freelance. I was, you know, doing a bunch of other stuff. I back to grad school, out of school, back in school, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and so, like I say, I, I was involved to the extent that I paid dues, but I didn't really get active until um, I, uh, until I got out here, which was about 30 years ago, mm-hmm. the central Washington university, yeah. right? Central. Yeah. And, and because of the way this school is the, where I was professionally and so forth, it just made sense to kind of take a step forward and be more involved. So I got myself involved as an area rep, you know, for the state mm-hmm. and I did that. And then I, I added a few more because Oregon, um, didn't have somebody for a while and Idaho didn't have somebody. So I tried to, you know, do this. And then we formed the Northwest Horn Society, which, you know, kind of addressed some regional things. And, and, and I, and then I got involved with the journal writing reviews. And then as a, you know, sort of column editor for natural horn, and then got, was convinced then to become editor. Mm-hmm. I know how that goes, <laughs> <I know. laughs> but, uh, but it was very flattering. And so each sort of each step along the way was just like more and more and more. What I discovered as I became more active was the uh, and, and, and it's it's continued to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially with this project, uh, my goodness, the depth and passion and range of activity that has happened through this society is is really quite remarkable. And it's remarkable in in two ways. One is just the volume of it. Um, you know, and, and by that, I mean, every time we think we've thought of something new, we haven't. Mm-hmm. Somebody else has tried it at least twice, you know? <laughs> and it's almost exactly the same, you know? Um, it, it just a different context, and and sure. that doesn't that doesn't diminish any more recent efforts or new attempts at it. What it means is that w- there are things that we can learn, right? Mm-hmm. So that we can try and take a, a better step or a a deeper step or whatever it is, um, as we sort of reengage with uh, a, a particular project or an idea. But there, so there's that, and then the the second part of it is how participation feeds that passion the more you do 
and the more it feels good, the more you want to do, right? Um, and it becomes easier to make time for it. Um, and so the result, though, is um, based on my own uh, experience with the society is, you know, why wouldn't we celebrate some sort of milestone, mm -hmm. right? And um, about five years ago, um, uh, 2016, um, I came to the um, Ithaca workshop mm -hmm. um, with a proposal to do this 50th anniversary, to just sort of plan ahead. Um, and the entertaining part of that was I was all set to present this um, proposal and um, I, I, I talked to Heidi about it, you know, is this mm -hmm. a good idea? She's like, oh, sure, you know, this is great. So, so um, I came ready to present this proposal and I arrived to find that um, I had been reappointed to the council and reelected as president. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, that's a pleasant surprise. You know, very flattering to be, you know, uh, tr entrusted with that. And it worked out fine. But I, I wound up coming to my first meeting and kind of going, okay, that's what you want. Um, here's this proposal. And, but mm -hmm. if you want me to do this, I'm not sure I can do that, you know? Yeah. Both. And so uh, they agreed to the proposal, which was very nice of them. Um, and the idea that um, I would start looking for somebody else to, to maybe uh, take the reins on it. Mm -hmm. And I asked a few folks and they were very nice and very, you know, and it's like, thank you, but no thanks. And, and, and I understood, um, but it did, you know, it did sort of put the project kind of in limbo for a while. And so when Andy was elected president in 2018, the door opened and it's like, okay, I think I can still do this. And, uh, they agreed to, um, sort of take the next step in terms of the funding commitment. Um, in making that commitment in 2018, um, that obviously ratcheted up the uh, intensity. Sure. And, um, and you know, it, it's it we're looking good. You know, um, the eventual goal is, uh, or the 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 desired release date is uh, sometime this summer. Whatever it turns out to be, we're going to make it as good as we can. Uh, it'll be a celebration, you know, of, of 50 years in a couple of different ways. And I'll be glad to share some details uh, as you wish. Yeah. Well, and this is, you know, for people that are, I'm fairly new to this, this party as well, but this is not an, an issue of the horn call. This is a no. commemorative book and right. it's not going to be just like a coffee table book. There'll be articles by various contributors. There will be some, some photographs as well, you know, so it's, it's going to be something that, if you are an IHS member uh, of, of any length of time, it's something that you're going to want to own just as, as part of the history of the organization. And I think there's also, you know, something really special about, well, we've been here 50 years. What are we going to do in the next 50? So I think that's I think that's really cool. Um, without getting too far into the weeds, do you want to talk a little bit about, you know, uh, what what the planning or, or, you know, the actual nuts and bolts of how how you got this together? Did you just start? Sure. emailing people and asking them to contribute things and yeah well it, it's an interesting it, it's it's interesting in the way that you described it um i think of it very similarly to that but but there's a there's a, a bit of a difference um you're absolutely right this is not um another issue of the horn call we, we actually talked about that in various ways mm -hmm. um mostly in terms of what's going to be the most appropriate 
you know, uh, sort of celebration. Mm -hmm. And you could absolutely make the case for uh, a, a, a horn call along those lines. And Bill actually, I thought, did a very nice job as we passed our uh, sort of 50th symposium and, you know, mm -hmm. that sort of thing um, that that um, he, he shared some, you know, some uh, reprints of, of articles and things like that. I thought that was very, very nice. Mm -hmm. um, this will be a little bit different uh, from that. Uh, well, actually, it'll be, a, it'll be a lot different from a horn call. We're not going to have, mm -hmm. you know, reviews and, you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. At the moment, it's envisioned at about seven chapters, something okay. like that. Um, the first chapter is, I, this is, I, 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 I almost don't want to say it because I'm so excited about this. Okay. Um, I res well, I, but I will say it because I, of course, with a teaser like that, how can I not? Right. Um, um, what, what I wanted to figure out was how, what, what's the best way to sort of ease into this as opposed mm -hmm. to here's 50 years, just enjoy, you know? Right. Um, but uh, Bill Melton, okay, yeah, of, of Wagner Tuba, and you know, That's unbelievable right. scholar, unbelievable scholar. I mean, the the depth of research and the sources and everything was just always amazing to me. And I wondered if he had an idea about this. And he said he at about the same time. I think he wrote to me first. Chances are it, it, that happened. But I was thinking about this, and he said. Would you like me to come up with a nice sort of introductory article to this? And I was like, oh, absolutely. What, That's awesome. You know, what, what do you think? And so what we have, and I've received it, so I know. Whew, it's so <laughs> cool. It's basically the forerunners. That's his word. The mm -hmm. forerunners of the concept of a horn club and a horn society. Mm. And it is Typical Bill Melton, it is brilliant, and it takes him takes us right up to uh, the the 1960s when this sort of thing happens. And it's a relatively short article, but it's incredibly researched, fascinating kind of um, threads between uh -huh. uh, a variety of, of subjects leading through the Wiener, you know, Waldhornverein, uh, you know, all of that, and 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 the members of that that came to America, Potag and Yannicky and, mm -hmm. and, and how they sort of dispersed the, the attitude of playing together and being together, socializing together. And it's just terrific. I couldn't be happier uh, with this. So that's the teaser. I mean, to me, that's worth having the book all by itself because I love that level of research. Mm -hmm. okay? So wonderful. Um, but that's the prelude right? Uh -huh. And then we get into the society. And the decision that I made um, along these lines is um, I have reached out to a variety of people at, to contribute and to also um, sort of reflect on the different sections or the different, the different chapters about the society. Um, and, uh, and, and so they have contributed in various ways. Um, some of them are going to be, you know, credited as actual authors because they deserve it. Mm -hmm. um, and others are just contributed or are, are, are as credited as contributing to it. Mm -hmm. um, and it's and it'll be my you know summary of what they're putting on and so forth. Um, but the way um, I, in I, I've been to the archive, you know, and, and look through as much as I could handle in, you know, four straight days of, you know, <laughs> going through little folders. 
of, of paper. And by the way, the archive folks at Eastman, David Peter Coppin is the head of special collections there. They have been wonderful. Not just when I visited, because I could a couple mm -hmm. years ago, um, but in the intervening time, especially with COVID, since they have been marvelous in terms of just helping. You know, I, I, I have a note to myself that says, you know, you should look in that folder and then I that's it. And I'm like, what? can you look in that folder and tell me what I was, you know, and they've been wonderful with it. So um, in going through all of this uh, archival material, um, you know, letters from past presidents, the uh, agendas from meetings and minutes from meetings, um, programs from, you know, the, the distant workshops and just everything that's been collected for that. Um, what became abundantly clear is the first 10 years or so of the society was exactly what you would expect. Lots of passion, lots of energy, lots of false starts. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, let's try this. No, stop doing that. Let's try this, you know. And, and um, so in a way, those first uh, 10 years or so, up until about 1980, um, are extremely formative and that sort of forms the chapter which is the formative years right um and basically what i what i decided to do was take a chronological look at what the society did including what the um you know what the contents of the horn call and and the what when newsletters were going and what did they do and and what were the major decisions that faced the society and what were some of the at least what's on record as being some of the uh, contentious aspects of what what they were trying to do mm -hmm. what well, you know what was the relationship with the various workshops during that period of time um, and how did that work um, and it turned out that that first 10 years really does sort of provide the foundation for all of the different projects and programs that we have now um, obviously they've evolved they've come and gone but but all of the attitudes the idea of hosting an annual event right? Mm -hmm. that brings people together that, to help us learn from each other. Um, the idea of having a publication, the idea of having scholarship programs and, and other things to help younger generations, you know, or inspire them and encourage them to have um, commissioning projects, right? All of that stuff took, uh, had its sort of formation or foundation during those 10 years. And so in just doing a sort of chronology of, of um, events and uh, records, uh, accounts of things happening and so forth, turned into a really nice sort of introduction for the, the entire thing, to give the sort of the background of how things um, came together. <clears throat> and this includes like, you know, primary documents of the steering committee before it was formed, you know, Norm Schweikert's thumbprints all over it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, uh, it, and so all these people that driven by this passion just made this happen. And it definitely, there was definitely ebbs and flows. Sure. <laughs> and, yeah. And little power struggles and things. I, I don't get too uh, melodramatic. So I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we deserve that. Well, I'll leave that for other people to, to go through that part. But, but it really is a, a pretty fun um, sort of overview of those 10 years and how a society behaves, how mm -hmm. it sort of, you know, comes to some level of maturity to then begin its, its real life, you know. Um, and so after that, um, the, the way the book is structured, at, at least at the moment, that's, it's, that's the plan, uh -huh. 
um, is it, it goes sort of uh, project by project. So the next chapter is what, at least I think, is our most important contribution, and that is our symposia, our workshops. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so um, it's really fun because every symposium gets its own page yeah. with photos and um, a little, little bit of description. Um, and so we've got, you know, at this point, 53 pages right. of, of collages that are being put together. Um, and, and, and with a little intro, and we're trying to get as many of the right photo credits as we can. It's really tough, especially the early years. You know, we, we, mm -hmm. we just kind of credit as much as we can and hope that people will understand and correct us if they need to, because I'm, right. I'm prepared to you know, revise all the acknowledgements and publish them and all that sort of thing. So, yeah. Well, um, maybe that'll, that'll, you know, people that pick up this edition and see, oh, hey, that's that picture that I lost track of, but that's me, or I took that picture. So, yeah. no, I, I think that's really cool. The, the, the social history aspect of it as well. Um, no, it's just, it's going to be really exciting. Yeah. The only danger in all that is, you know, is how do you make sure that you get a, a, a sort of equitable representation of what right. went on. And, you know, every workshop is different. Every workshop has a, you know, sort of different themes or different, you know, interests. And frankly, different um, uh, levels of um, documentation. Right, right. Because, <laughs> you know, for example, I, I thought I could find every single program, right? Well, I came close. Mm -hmm. um, I, I certainly have documentation from everything, um, but, you know, wouldn't it be nice to have every single program so I can look through it and go, oh, so-and-so was listed on the, uh, <laughs> right. on the poster, but didn't show up, you know, so, you know, um, and the other thing that's hard to gauge, and this is true no matter when we're, we're um, uh, uh, sort of, when we're, when we're viewing these, this sort of um, evidence, um, is you know as well as I do that when you go to a conference, right, there is a, um, a bunch of headliners, right? right, and they're always featured, and that's great, and we know why they're featured. But there's always someone or something that happens where everybody just goes, wow, where did that person come from? You know, mm -hmm. I've never heard of them, you know? Exactly. And, and see, that – or, or – People will go, oh, were you there when so-and-so did this, you know, when Freudus whistled out of two sides of her mouth, you know? Right. And, and you know, the, so the hard part is, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm desperately hoping that people will understand that, you know, on one hand, I want to honor the structure of the workshop itself so that the featured artists are, are I'm sorry, they're going to get some priority because there's a reason they're featured artists, right? Exactly. Yeah. And and most of the time, we can pretty confidently say that the highlights are going to come from those featured artists. What I would love to be able to do is have enough room to list every lecturer, every performer that ever, you know, st set foot on a stage, and that I could see it through everybody's eyes simultaneously that I could say, oh yeah, you know, remember Australia and Nikki Cash, you know, and, and right. everybody would go, oh my gosh, yes, you know, I'm going to miss some of those, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's just going to happen. And I feel bad about it in that some people will look and go, how could he not remember 
this you know this point where Arkady was playing two Alphorns at the same time. You know, right. By the way, I got that picture, so you're covered. On that. <laughs> you're covered. But, 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 you know, people will have their own special memories and I'm going to let people down. I know that. But I'm also going to do my best to try and be equitable. And it, it's not, you know, only featured artists or only, you know, that it's it's trying, you know, especially the ones that I went to, um, which is, you know, almost 30 mm-hmm. um, to try and make sure that I'm I'm representing you know, as much as, as I can, a wide, a, a wider uh, collection of, of memories. Right. Um, and some people are going to feel left out, you know, um, uh, it, or I, I gave my best performance ever at that workshop. And all I got is my name listed, you know, where's my picture, you know? <laughs> and so um, that's the downside to doing this because there's only so much space. Right. But, you know, it's such a massive undertaking. I mean, the, the fact that anybody was willing to, to step up and, and do it at all. And, and I, I assume you're, you've gotten good response from people in terms of their memories and things like that. So I think one special thing, and this was what I, I shared with you about my memory was my first one. Everybody remembers yeah. their first IHS workshop. So everybody who's ever been to one is going to be able to flip through and find their first workshop that they went to. And that's, that's a special memory in and of itself, I think. Yeah. Well, and, and I hope, again i hope people appreciate the balance of that mm-hmm. um, i try to explain it a little introduction in the beginning you know and and sort of appropriate disclaimers and that sort of thing but but um this is really hard to make those types of decisions and it's actually compounded this is the last thing i want to say about this section but it's actually compounded because at the same time that i'm, I'm sort of stuck with what i have mm-hmm I'm also stuck with what I have, which right. means some pictures are just not. I mean, I may have someone else's favorite memory right. in, in terms of a picture of it, but it may just be in such poor shape mm-hmm. that or poor resolution that it's too much distraction to have right. it in the, you know, to have all these wonderful pictures and then have, you know, blur face there. And you're like, what? Well, who is that? You know? Sure. That that's not helping the the quality of the book and the and the overall response. So, you know, that so we're trying to make sure we get the right balance of that with as many photos as we can, but mm-hmm. also at the same time, people are just going to have to understand that you may have twenty five photos of you know uh, uh, IHS nineteen eighty six. I didn't know that. <laughs> right. And when right. I put that call out over Facebook about, you know, you didn't speak up, you know, but, but I'm not, I'm not interested in getting into that argument, but, but again, I hope people will appreciate it for what it is, you know, no, and, that's and fantastic. Yeah. It's, it is exciting though, to make those, uh, you know, to sort of be stuck with those decisions because there are some where there's like, you know, like, especially more recent ones, you know, I contacted uh, hosts and and they go, here's my Dropbox with 500 photos. Pick oh your favorite. Gosh. And I'm just like, OK, you know. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. And, and actually, I don't mind that. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of fun. It, it is a little bit awkward because I when I see that, I, you know, get it up sort of in the finder business and I just kind of go click, 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 yep. click. Oh, I like that one. You know, it, yep. it, it, like that. it happens pretty quick. But, um, you know, that's that. OK, so anyway, that's that chapter. So that's a, that's the biggest chunk, I think. Uh huh. Um, I think the next chapter, I think, in in terms of the order, still kind of deciding, but the next thing uh, I think has to be publications, mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, we'll talk about sort of 
um, uh, kind of the chronology of the horn call. Uh, mm -hmm. That's that's the major section of it. Um, where certain trends, trying to look at uh, the types of articles that right. that uh, were included early versus middle versus later. Um, and so doing a little bit of critical appraisal of that sort of thing, not not doing critiques of articles, but mm -hmm. just saying, you know, you know, in the in the, the third decade, in the in the you know, 1980s, um, there were a lot more articles on um, uh, physical health and mental health. Right. Than we had in previous, you know, uh, the previous decade. And so I, I hope people find that interesting um, in the sense that just to look at trends and what that means in terms of the way the field itself has sort of evolved. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I'm uh, strong enough or brave enough to end with, and so as we look ahead, I think this is going to happen. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure about that. You don't have a crystal ball. Nobody does. Uh, yeah. No, no, but somebody might. I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, so that, that, that'll happen. Um, and then it, within that, uh, you know, we'll be trying to identify every single editorial staff member ever, um, and, uh, and then move into things like, um, publications of the newsletter when it was, uh, uh going on. Mm -hmm. Um, and then what happened to it, that sort of thing. Um, you know, we used to publish a separate membership directory, right? Uh, we'll have a little, you know, some comments about that and, and some other sort of odds and ends. Um, you know, there was a period of time where um, there was a strong, strong desire to put out the entire horn call in a different language. Um, Interesting. And there are uh, there was a couple of years where we had some Spanish full edition in Spanish. OK. Um, and then uh, Hans Pitzka must have donated. I don't know where he would find the time, considering how busy he has been throughout mm -hmm. his life. Um, that he was committed to doing German horn roofs, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and as you might expect, um, with a lot of these things, um, they start with a great deal of energy and then people discover that it's just more work than they are able to do. Sure. And that's not a that's not a criticism. That's a normal thing. Mm -hmm. And we should I, I feel like we should honor the the passion that led them to do this and to appreciate the intent. Um, because, you know, we did go through stages where we had um, some articles that were published in three different languages, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, and and that sort of ebbed and flowed over the years in the same way that certain topics get interesting for a while, you know, mm -hmm. and then they go away. Um, <laughs> and, and you'll be happy to know that um, in that first section of the horn call uh, description, I, I actually have a listing of all the uh, stopped horn articles. So people can go immediately to find out who was right um, about all that fascinating controversy. I thought, I just think that's so great. The energy that people were like, no, the pitch goes up and you must understand, you know, it, it's, so I've great. seen, I've seen some of that. Yeah. Go through in some of the, uh, going through the indexes and stuff of the horn yeah. call. Well, it, it, it really is funny because it started almost with the second year i think the second volume mm -hmm. and it went through that whole decade <laughs> was, people were arguing about that and writing nasty letters to the editor it was really oh my funny. goodness no, so anyway so anyway that i think that uh, I, I may be forgetting something about publications but but that's going to have its own chapter um then uh next chapter at this point i think is going to be 
uh, it, well, programs, whatever it is. I, I think it's commissioning mm-hmm. stuff and, and uh, like the composition contest, the Mayor Ramon Commissioning Assistance Fund uh, program, uh, the major commissions that we've done, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that to support composition. So that gets its own thing. And um, the one thing I haven't decided on is whether I'm going to try and find like every Ramon piece. John Erickson's done a great job of compiling all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it may be that we have all of that information. Um, but I'm all, I'm also curious how much space that's going to take up. Um, and so that may, that may wind up as a uh, sort of highlights of that stuff with a reference to um, John's work on the website. Sure. Um, and, and just sort of leave it at that. But anyway, whatever it is, um, uh, that, that's, that obviously you can tell that one's still, uh, kind of forming at this point. Um, a good chunk of it is done, but I, I just haven't made some decisions about lists yet. Right. Yeah. Those lists will be available. It's just a question of where, um, and then, uh, I think the next chapter at this point is going to be focused primarily on scholarship programs. Mm-hmm. And naming every single person who's ever won um, a Frizzell or a, a Hawkins or a Tuckwell or a Mansour or a solo competition, just every person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's coming together. People have been, you know, uh, uh, especially past presidents who are still with us have been wonderful and past secretaries and so forth. Um, wonderful at helping me sort of find the lists and and uh, make sure everybody's accounted for. Um, the only wild card on that at the moment is whether I'm going <laughs> to be able to find a reasonable percentage of the judges for each of them. Oh, yeah. And not so sure about that. It, it It's probably going to be an all or nothing thing uh, in terms of either all the judges or none of the judges. Sure. And we'll just we'll just leave it at that. But um, but I, I'm still working on that one as to how to do that. But again, people have been very, very helpful in contributing to that. And in both cases, the commissioning uh, chapter and the scholarship chapter, um, several people have contributed nice chunks of text. Mm-hmm. Um, so as co- co-authors for, for those sections. And then um, uh, there, there are some other programs that will you know wind up uh, in that section, too. Um, but scholarships will dominate that. Mm-hmm. And then um, the last chapter, I think, at this point, unless I'm forgetting something, is about people. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll have, you know, some, uh, I'm hoping, uh, some sort of general pieces on, you know, who, who is the IHS? You know, Right, exactly. But also in the spirit of these types of uh, books to have lists of all advisory council members and all officers and all, you know, the folks that have um, uh, contributed, you know, in various ways to um, the society. Um, the one thing that <laughs> this is this is along the lines of, you know, do you really want to go there is um, I, I, I when I first started this, I thought. I'm going to find the name of every single area rep that we've ever had. And, and I started down that path and it's more possible than you might think, uh-huh. but Oh my goodness, people, it, things change so fast. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so I'm a little, you know, I, I'll feel terrible. I expect hate mail from, <laughs> from area reps. It's like, where is my name in this book? I gave, you know, and, and they will have, they will be exactly right. 
Um, so, but anyway, I haven't decided yet. I'm still mm-hmm. working on it, you know. Um, the hard part is, and I think the part that's got me a little stymied at this point is if I have to get everybody lined up with the right state, uh-huh. um, it's, I just, I, 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 I don't, it, it's going to be like, you know, you know, for that, that symposium chapter, the workshop mm-hmm. chapter, you know, I'm at 700 photos. Oh my goodness. To keep track of, keep track of. 700 yeah. photos. And I'm a little nervous about the number of names I'd have to keep track of for this. And I, I'd be too afraid of getting so many wrong that, you know, I'd get even more hate mail. But if people listening to this podcast want to lobby me for uh, inclusion, <laughs> um, uh, it, it, it won't cost anything. You don't have to bribe me for it. <laughs> but if you give me lots of good information, it could work. <laughs> um, and then there's one other section that I want to make sure to highlight um, that is extremely important uh, to the production of this book. And that is that um, when, when we were talking earlier about this sort of not being a horn call, um, the, the first, maybe not the first, but, but one of the questions then becomes, well, all right, so who, who are the people that have supported the Horn Society that are, if we just talk about the society, that are going to be missed? And that group of people is our uh, exhibitors, Mm-hmm. Uh, and advertisers in the horn call. Now, these folks, we know that the relationship between the society and horn-related businesses is supposed to be a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. There's supposed to be lots of you know mutual benefit in this. We always hope that uh, as, as, when you're a society officer or you know a, 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 that sort of thing, you're you're always hopeful that our advertisers and exhibitors appreciate. The opportunities that we give them, and and that they're as happy as possible. Um, when you're an advertiser, you're always looking for as much you know exposure and so forth as you can. And whether we always hit the right balance, I mean, now that you're editor, <laughs> you're you you understand that uh, even more yep. even more you know. And so we want to make sure that um, or, or uh, actually going into this, I wanted to make sure that um, the experiences I had, both positive and frankly, a little contentious at times um, with um, our advertisers were uh, that I could pay some sort of honor and um, attention to them. So we have actually created um, or made room for an advertising section. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not gonna be distributed among, you know, throughout the, the volume mm-hmm. because Frankly, that's going to make it seem more like you know a, a regular magazine, right? And that's not the that's not the tone that we want to send or send. So, um, um, so we've created this, and we've invited um, people to uh, submit special advertising. You know, maybe congratulating the society on its anniversary, and also emphasizing the relationship that this business has had with its members. And we've had a wonderful, wonderful turnout. That's what I've heard. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's I all I can say is if there are any advertisers, any um, uh, exhibitors who are listening, all I can say is thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. Again, you have given us so much in terms of your time. And, and we know that 
giving you space or, or uh, you know, allowing, allow, uh, allowing for space at a, at a workshop or something like that is supposed to help your business. And I know that it, you don't always get what you want in terms of the attention or the, or the business or whatever. And yet so many come back again and again and again. And I can't tell you how much I personally have appreciated that because it, there's nothing better than to go and try horns. Absolutely. Or to look at look at music, or you know, see what's out there, um, by having it come <laughs> to that. And so, the idea that people would support the society in this way, by in a sense contributing to the cost of the um, of the publication in and of itself, I hope that we do them justice, and uh, because the 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 role that they play in promoting the, our professional and amateur avocational field mm-hmm. is unbelievable. It's it's always more than we can give um, give uh, give credit for and acknowledgement for. But um, but I did want to make sure that there was some kind of presence along those lines, and um, I, I the response has been marvelous. And I, want to, I, and I want to thank Paul Austin for, you know, taking charge of that. And it just, it does my heart good that we can, again, provide that element of sort of balancing the perspective on these 50 years. Because some folks have been with us the whole 50 years, mm-hmm. right? You look at those early horn calls yep. and you go, look, there's Paxman. Yep. There, there's Alexander right Since there. Since the beginning. You know? Yeah. Right. And so I'm grateful personally because it takes some of the pressure off of obviously the the expense, but I'm also so happy that we can find a way to celebrate those folks too because they deserve it. Well, well speaking of, you know, sort of I I'm sure you're looking forward to seeing the light at the end of the tunnel on this project and I I I'm super excited about seeing it um in 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 print. Uh Will there be pre-orders or where can someone go to, to kind of sign, put their name on the list to, to get a copy of this thing? Yeah, we are just about uh, to begin mm-hmm. the process of putting together the, and I, I think part of this was um, I needed to get far enough along that I could be reasonably certain about at least, you know, some, a month or two, you know, where, where it's going to appear. Right. And I, I'm pretty confident between June and July uh, before we get to, uh, IHS 53. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty confident we're going to get there. Um, and uh, so we're now just about to start the um, the putting together the kind of publicity process for that. Um, I'm sure we'll have pre-orders. I'm sure we'll have ways of, of um, um, finding out more information about that relatively soon. The, the one thing that um, we have not decided on yet um, and, and again, I'll, I'll take input from anybody if they want to uh, send it in. Um, it's very tempting at this point for the, a person listening to this and saying, you know, I'm interested, but I don't know if I want to spend, you know, whatever it's going to cost to buy a print book. Right. I might just hold out and see. At this point, we, we don't have any plans for an electronic version. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not. Uh, some kind of um, uh, uh, mean-spirited publicity ploy. Um, it, that's not the case. 
we just ser- seriously we have just not talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we need to see what it looks like for real, right? Um, right. Before we decide whether we're going to pursue that. Honestly, um, there are certain logistical things that I know about, and many more that I don't know about, in terms of how that transpires. Um, so I'm not willing to to go further than that. Mm-hmm. But I but I could say this: it's going to be in print, <laughs> right? Well, no, and the the fact yeah. that it is it is commemorative. It's not just right. you know like the the daily newspaper or something. It's right. this is this is uh, for a special occasion and and for right. a very special purpose. So and and you mentioned that you know it it's not a coffee table book. It's you know got a little more substance. My hope, um, it's a desperate hope, is that we're going to strike a pretty nice balance between the sort of historical archive mm-hmm. that you know runs the risk of boring people to death with numbers <laughs> and the sort of excitement of having the visual stimulation of all those pictures you know mm-hmm. so my my hope is we'll get a good balance and that things will be framed the information will be framed in ways that people will go huh I guess that was okay, you know, mm-hmm. um, so that that it won't get too bogged down in, you know, grinding through general meeting minutes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet at the same time, we'll provide some interesting perspectives, I hope, um, that people could say, wow, you know, that was back then and this is now, you know. And some things are in common and some things, you know, never change and some things are definitely different. So uh, and I do hope I mean, you, you know, you know that the the greatest compliment that something like this, where it's got some kind of is supposed to have some historical substance to it, some mm-hmm. research element to it. What you hope is that people will read it and go, whoa, I want to learn more about that. And I'm going to do my own research to expand this area, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see several areas where, you know, by the time this sort of gets summarized and, and put together for this purpose, that people could look at that and go, huh, I could make more of that. And that would be great. I, sure. I have no presumption about comprehensiveness um, from the standpoint of I'm going to have every piece of information accounted for, whether it's in the archive or in somebody's memory. Um, what I'm hoping is that I get, like I said, I get the right balance between breadth and depth that give people a healthy, um, legitimate understanding of the first 50 years. And then the next 50 years, you know, I won't be here. (laughs) I'll try, I'll try my best, you know, to be around, but I don't, you know, it'll be somebody else's ball to carry. And if it's worthwhile and the society still, you know, doing what it does, um, it'll, and I'm sure it will be worth the time. So that's cool. Well, that's really exciting. And, and Jeff, thank you so much for, uh, speaking with me today about this 50th anniversary commemorative book. Sure. Let me, let me add, add just one more thing. Of course. Um, I, I want to make sure I, th- there are a lot of people that, um, you know, to acknowledge people can read my acknowledgements, uh, in, in the, in the book itself. But, you know, and I mentioned, you know, past presidents, people like Randy Faust and, and Doug Hill, you mm-hmm. know, have been just really helpful. And, and they're not certainly not the only ones by far. Um, but uh, I did want to uh, uh, point out one thing, and that is the person who is doing the layout mm-hmm. for this book has more than a passing interest in this. It, it's Greg Cohen, who is Heidi Vogel's husband. 
mm-hmm. and he has been marvelous about this and by marvelous i mean he has been honest <laughs> he's he's been wonderful he's you know said things like um no you can't use this photo it mm-hmm. doesn't work and i but 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 no no it won't work. and and it's not just that that's good he's also been very helpful so far in sort of shaping the visual uh, design of this, and I'm I'm very grateful to him as much as I am to anybody else um, at this point. It really, you know, I, I'm going to get a lot of attention for it because my name's going to be in probably the biggest print. Um, but I got to tell you, um, this this book is a wonderful example of how this society works. You know, people can take the lead in something. You know, like Freudus with the the West East project way back. That is mm-hmm. now the, the you know the, the friendship project and so forth, or news. It, it's gone through all these different um, you know uh, monikers. But but you know people who are willing to take the ball, you know, deserve some credit. But it's the support of the society. You know, the support of the advisory council to go forward with this. It's the support of. Um, these other people that I've already mentioned that that are not just like sending me stuff, but like going, you can do this, you know, and boy, that's great. And no, you should change that. That's a bad idea. You know, I mean, it, I that it makes it a family effort, you know, and to me, that's the best part about this, um, that it, it does represent kind of a family history and it will constitute a family effort. Some people will feel left out because somehow I didn't get to them. I'm f- I, and I, I, I accept that and, and just, you know, let me know how you feel. I can take it. Um, but it really is a group effort. This would be nothing um, if it was just me. You know, it just it wouldn't it, it would be so narrow and and kind of weird. Um, uh, but it's so much warmer it's so much fuller, you know, the color is real, you know, in so many ways because of the contributions of so many people. So, uh, and that's what this society is about. We, we, we talk amongst ourselves about how th- this is it. And I'm a part of other societies and they have their own benefits and positives and things mm-hmm. like that. But man, what a, what a wonderful group of human beings uh, we have here and just so giving, so helpful and and understanding, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, but I, I just want to say publicly, thank you, everybody, so far, and thank you yeah, for the future, and thank you, James. You're helping. Oh, thank too. you. Yeah, and thanks, thanks for being here. Yeah, All my right. pleasure. <laughs>